Hello, welcome back to another season, and this is officially season two of Rooted and Grace podcast. So far, this has been a great journey um, for myself and for my mom as we've been able to articulate our gifts and also share God's glory and um, even teach and inspire others. So, so I'm Ashley Grant. For one, let me introduce myself. I'm Ashley Grant. Kim Grant. And we are your hosts for Rooted and Grace Podcast. And again, this is season two, episode one. And today we're going to talk about Jacob. And I wanted to title this podcast, What's For You Is For You. And um, Jacob's story reiterates that message. Um, What God has for you, no one can take it. Not even you and your manipulation or your little skills you think you're trying to do over God. We must always remember that God plans prevails. You want to go ahead and start? You want me to start? What you want to do? It's up to you. Go ahead. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about Jacob. And let's talk about the beginning. So one, I don't think everyone everyone knows that his name actually means thief. Um, he got that name because he was held on the hill of Esau, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think his, yeah, his mom named him that because he was holding on to the hill. and That was during birth. Yeah, during birth. Mm-hmm. During birth. And, unfortunately, Jacob actually lived up to that name. He actually was a manipulator, a stealer. He just could not get it right. So, I just want you to just remember that when it comes to Jacob. You want to go ahead? Yeah, so, Jacob, you know, he wanted the birthright. He wanted all of the blessings. So, he ended up talking to his brother and going out to the field. He was really hungry. He was starving really wanted some food so sometimes when we find people in dire situations it's a little bit easier to manipulate them and get the things that you want because again they're in a dire situation so when Esau went out to the field to work um, Jacob was the person that stayed home Esau went out in the field and did all the labor Jacob was typically at home and so he told you Jacob you give me your birthright hey I'll, I'll I'll give you this food I'll feed you and he did so then fast forward some time and Jacob then along with his mother, they, the the Esau was was his dad's favorite. Jacob was the mother's, he was Rebecca's favorite. So at that point, Jacob and his, and the mom got together and they were gonna steal his blessings from his dad. Um so well, wait, before you before you even get to that, can you steal someone's blessing can you steal god's blessing um no and this situation is is really rooted in a lot of honor and you know what i'm saying real like people kept their word so if he's okay while you may have given away your birthright i'm going to bless you with some things i'm so if i leave things to you but then i end up promising to somebody else by mistake is it, I'm supposed to uphold that and stick by my word. Now, I don't know if people will do that today or not, but that's how it goes. So, he ended up dressing up as Esau. His dad is blind. He dresses up as, as Esau. Manipulate. And then he, you know, he touches it. He says, are you sure? Is it you? He touches him because Esau was really hairy. And so, he said, well, it, it was him. Well, it wasn't Esau, it was Jacob. And because Jacob did that, the father promised all of the blessings to the younger son, but then the older son. So not only did he steal his birthright, now he feels like he stole his blessing. Well, Esau was not having it. 
Esau was so angry, he told me he was going, when he found out about it, he said he was going to kill Jacob. And from that moment on, Jacob was on the run. Jacob was on the go. And this is where he starts to um, fight for his life. And in the end, fight for, he was fighting so much that he was, you know, when we're fighting our battles, We'll find ourselves fighting our battles, but we'll also move God out of the way, if that makes sense. So we don't always want to, that we're fighting and fighting and fighting our battle and fighting our battle. But God doesn't need our help. He just needs us to be obedient. He needs us to, he needs us to live for him. He needs us to follow his, his, his will and his commandments. Um, we need to live up to what he's told us to do not get out and handle it for him so if jacob had just waited god has already said that he was a prince god has already said that he would be blessed but he didn't wait on god he did it and he tried to do it himself and by trying to do it himself he ended up moving through a lot of chaos exactly and i don't think jacob I don't, did jacob know beforehand i don't think he even knew that blessing was his like before you know how god already ordained something when god ordained something that means it was already created before you were even on this earth, but I don't think Jacob knew that it was his blessing. So of course he went, um, he manipulated, he stole, he lied, and did things to make sure that blessing come his way. But he didn't already, he didn't know that it was already his. So because he tried to do it his way, he ended up breaking up a whole family, and he ended up fighting, having to run for his life to make sure he doesn't get killed by his brother. And I think that relates to us today because I think we all heard that saying, "It's already yours." Especially as us Christians, we heard that before, it's already yours. And when something's already yours, you don't have to fight for it. You don't have to manipulate. You don't have to do nothing but really rest in God and let him, you know, orchestrate everything. But sometimes we get impatient. And I know, I can be honest, I do that myself as well. We try to get impatient. We try to do things our way and think that we can supersede God. Or we, we think we can ask God for help when really he doesn't need our help and for one we're only human we don't see the bigger picture of everything we don't see what can happen 10 years from now a day from now um so us trying to put stuff in our own hands is only going to mess things up for the worst so it's best to just stay rooted in God's way and rest in his promises and know that he'll make a way um I gotta say this when Jacob when Jacob manipulated his dad Isaac his father Isaac Isaac was blind. Yeah. And so when I think about some of the things that we do, we see happening in the world today, we typically manipulate people who may not be physically blind, but they don't really, they're not capable of understanding what how someone is taking advantage of them. Not that they're not smart, not that they don't know their way around things, but we typically, for example, if it's something financial, you'll see a company take advantage of people financially if you don't understand how finances work. Or if it's something um, with something that's a legal matter, you end up with someone really, you know, being in legal trouble because of something they really could have avoided just by something simple because they were blind to the fact. So I think about that when people are trying to um, overcome people and to get something and even if you get it it's not yours you, you won't keep it and so I look at it with God telling um, Jacob what's yours is you know what ended up showing Jacob what was his was his and no one could take it but also showing Jacob that because you manipulate something from somebody it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to keep it that way either so when you get something that God has promised like Jacob 
did he, he didn't have to he had to fight he had to go travel away from his family he was afraid that he was going that Esau would kill him he was in such a big fight with the situation that he couldn't he didn't and then sometimes when you're in a fight with the situation you have people on the outside around you who are hyping it up you should have taken it from him it wasn't yours so it's making your fight harder and harder oh Esau's gonna kill you you know he's gonna do it you saw everything around you that you're trying to get away from they're just making it so big that you can't always see what's going on but when it wasn't until Jacob got by himself that he was able to experience God and understand exactly what was going on if that makes sense so as that when I think about you know I was telling someone like applying for a job you really want a specific job and I remember applying for a job in my early 30s that I really really wanted early 30s I wanted that job but I didn't get it and so I would keep doing things I'd go do this work for this person network for that person I just kept doing it doing it doing it it wasn't my time. And no matter how I worked and what I did and how I pushed, I didn't manipulate anybody. But no matter what I tried to do, I couldn't change the situation. And all of a sudden, God set things up. And it was years down the road, probably like mm, four or five years later, when the opportunity was available for me to walk into it. Well, that's what God had for me. And so I had to get out of my own way. And then I had to accept that God had a plan for me in this situation. And when you get out of your own way and you turn to God and you pray and you really listen to, to, to the Lord and you really let the Holy Spirit guide your decision making and you base your decision making on the word, things become clear. So when you have those intimate moments with God, that's when things start to happen so that you can walk into what's, what is yours. Yeah, yeah. And that's so true. And... Even the, here's the interesting part that can touch all of us because, again, we're all human and we're not perfect. So even though Jacob, he did all of those things and he got himself in so much trouble. And like my mom said, it was not until he was alone with God where he um, was revealed, where God revealed a lot to him. Um, and God basically said, and this is in Genesis 28, 15, he told um, Jacob, remember, I will be with you and protect you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done all that I have promised you. So even though he made his mistakes, his foolish mistakes, God was still going to do what he has, um, what he had promised Jacob. Um, he didn't. So he was basically trying to tell Jacob, don't let your failures define you. Don't let your mistakes define you. Don't let the label that society gave you um, define you. Don't stick to that label because um, how the world sees us, God doesn't see that. He actually sees the heart of, um, of who we truly are. So, and, that, and like I said, Jacob, his name was meant, his name Jacob, it meant thief. So, um, I know that uh, Jacob, he ended up getting into a fight with God, right? He ended up getting into a fight with God. He was trying his best to fight. Um, basically, put his... Uh, basically do stuff his way and or over God's way he was literally fighting with God now we already know who won that but and God was like tell me your name and God and Jacob said my name is Jacob I'm a thief and God said well, I, I don't see you like that I see you as a prince and then he spoke all the blessings over Jacob and said and he told him what's going to happen so I think that we can all relate to that because sometimes we'll stick to our mistakes 
we stick to things that um, we stick to so many lies that people um, told us what society told us however God does not see that and we can have all the plans in the world but God's purpose and his plan for our lives is going to um it's the, uh, it's, what's the word it's going to prevail all of those things so I think that was very touching when I read that like wow despite what Jacob has done in his life God still protected him he guided him he guided him to where he needs to be and he also um he also basically washed away all his mistakes so he didn't have no reason to latch on to the things that he has done but all he had to do was rest in God and stop trying to manipulate and steal and do so many things all he had to do was just trust God that he will make a way and he, he couldn't receive those blessings when, one, you're wrestling with God and you're right. wrestling all night and you're 90 years old. That was really, that yeah. was really something. I don't know if I can wrestle all night and I'm not 90 years old. So that, that's a lot. Um, but it's like God, God had this blessing for him all along. He's not interested in how much we're willing to fight for something. He's not interested in how much we're willing to scheme. He definitely doesn't like that. How much we're, we're, we're willing to manipulate people. How much we're willing to take advantage of people. What he's willing, what he's interested in is us being uh, obedient to his word. He's interested in us uh, being obedient to his will. He's interested in us allowing him to lead in our lives. And once we do that, that's then his blessings are there. When I tell people nobody can take make steal uh use when it comes to your blessing that is your blessing but when you get that blessing it's up to you and that's when you are obedient to god so you can do a lot of things and it can go all sorts of ways but when i tell you that your blessing is yours it just takes you get you have to get out of god's way yeah basically and that's what jacob well that's what i got out of the story it was jacob kept getting in god's way and maybe he didn't trust that God was going to do what he was going to do. Um, and I know sometimes I can get in that stage where I feel like, okay, God, where are you? Um, this hasn't happened yet. Okay, well, do you need my help with something? Because I can definitely help, you know. <laughs> so, and you can't. <laughs> and you find yourself in much trouble than what you really, um, than what you was already into. But mm-hmm. however, um, it says all things work for us. Uh, all things work together for those who love the Lord. So even though Jacob, he oh, had, for the good, of the, yeah, for the good of those who love the Lord. Even though Jacob loved town, um, in order to avoid getting killed, and he even got in more trouble with other people's families as well. Um, all those situations worked for his good. So basically, no matter what we do, God is going to. Um, if you let God intercede for you, it's going to happen. And it, like I said, if something is for you, don't worry about it. It's already yours. Yep, stop fighting. It's not yeah. your battle. When people say, it's not your battle, Mr. Lord. Like Jacob, it wasn't your battle. You're fighting and stealing from Esau. It wasn't yours. God was going to give this to you anyway. You didn't have to give the man food when he was hungry and then trick him. You didn't have to go dress up as your brother to your blind father. Isaac was blind. So you didn't have to do that. That that That's the part of the story that just blows my mind. I couldn't imagine cheating. His mom it. was in it too. Yeah, so that just knows that I'm telling you, typically when things happen, it's people around you yeah. that, that boost you up to do things that are not always in order. 
But when he ended up running and he had to leave everybody behind, who what, who did he end up being with? He was by himself. So when people are boosting you up to do wrong and you know it's wrong, you have to stand on principle. You have to stand on God's word and be able to say what is and is not right and what you will and will not do. Because if you allow people, they will get you in a situation where you're going to have to fight even more. But if you listen to the word of God, you can avoid a lot of that. And also, I don't want this to be so long. Um, I also want to add what my mom to what my mom just said. When it comes to you on your, when it's when you in the process of getting to uh, the promised land, you might want not you might, but you need to watch the people around you because the people who you have around you that will really um, be a factor in basically delaying that promise. And I even tell my students that all the time. I have good students, but as soon as they get around certain people. It can alter their behaviors, and I always let them know it only takes one person to mess up the well, basically, to change the trajectory of your life. So, you should be very cautious on who you have around you. Only have people around you that's going to hold you accountable, and it's also going to help you push forward to that promised land. Because, as you can see with Jacob, even his own mother. And yes, that goes for even your own family. They can be they can be bad influences around you. So you need to like develop discernment and know, okay, this person is for me, this person is not for me. Because at the end of the day, we all want to make it to the promised land. And don't keep in mind it's already yours. However, that process of it getting to you is up to you. You know? Win. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. control win. Yep. yep. So you have anything, any last words? I just say, um, leave the fighting to the Lord, and what's yours is yours, but be willing to walk in what God will have you to do. Not in what you will have yourself to do, but in what God will have you to do, and you will see things line up. So it's no point in uh, tricking people, mistreating people, being rude and nasty to people. It's no point in that because God is not going to bless that. Just like he didn't bless Jacob until Jacob uh, repented his sin until he admitted. He asked him who was he. He was a serpent and he was a thief. When he admitted who he was, when he repented and he accepted that, that he had done some things wrong. Once he did that, then he could, all he could do was open up the, the gates. You know, in the Bible it says uh, he'll open up the windows of heaven so that your, your uh, storehouse will be able to yeah. um, store everything, that all of the blessings that God will give you. So he opened up the storehouse uh, in heaven for him because he was able to to accept Christ and to reveal who he was and be honest with himself. And so that means a lot. And so even in our lives, we just have to be able to admit who we are, yeah. admit that we, we're we not perfect. And we're, even if we're trying to live this life in front of others, like we are really this this perfect person and we have all the, everything together and we're living here and we're driving this. That's not important. God is not even worried about that. What he is, what he is concerned about is your soul. What he is concerned about is how you are living and the blessings that he has in store for you. But sometimes we never get them. And blessing doesn't have to always be monetary things or finances either. Yeah. Blessing is blessings is good health. Blessing is peace. If you have peace in your life you in every situation, yeah. that is beyond wealth. That supersedes wealth. That supersedes a house, a car, a, a jewelry. It supersedes everything because if you have peace, everything else will be all right. What I want to end off, um, do not, I know we all have our sins. I know sometimes I can even hold on to past sins and I do get blessings. I'm like, am I even worthy of this? Like, <laughs> what? But do not cling on to your mistakes. Don't cling on to what the world um, sees you as. What's the um, Marvin Stout song? He saw the best of me. 
when everyone else around only saw the worst. So that's Jacob. Like, yeah, Jacob saw the things. He was clinging on to his mistakes. He was clinging on to what the world saw him as. But God said, nope, I see you as the prince. I don't see you as none of that. And like, so you need to carry yourself how God sees you. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks about you. And my last one, simply what's for you is for you. So after this podcast, pray, um, read the book of Genesis, um, and actually learn more about Jacob's character and understand what's for you is for you. Nothing can get in the way of that. So remember that and stand alone on that word. Especially Genesis, that 32nd chapter as well. Yes. That, that, that'll really show you the story and what's happening. And just because it happened way back in biblical years, it still applies to us today. So we can still read this and learn and glean something from it. Yeah, the Bible is basically prophetic. So it's it's, it's going to always be a living thing. Always so, applicable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that is all. Um, and we will be back with another episode. We have more really good content coming out, especially for my ladies. Um, especially, and I'm also going to do something for the men as well. Yes, we're going to look out for that. But um, everyone have a blessed night. And remember, what's for you is for you. Good night.